Welcome to The Extra, the show that connects you with the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. And once a month, we normally talk with, and we do, and we're doing it today, with someone from the Colorado Department of Transportation, CDOT. Normally, it's Michelle Pula. Michelle has uh, left CDOT. So now we're talking to Sam Cole, who's the Traffic Safety Manager for CDOT. And uh, first of all, Sam, welcome to The Extra. Thank you, Shannon. It's great to be here. Right. And I which I should say you're the traffic safety communications manager, because uh, I know there is a difference. But today we are going to be communicating all about traffic safety, uh, what to do as we head into the winter months, how we can all become safer drivers, what we should be expecting as we're hitting the roads, especially over the holidays. Uh, but let's start with something that I, I think is a very uh, important topic and one that doesn't really get discussed a lot. And we're talking about older drivers. Sam, this is an important topic that CDOT is putting a special attention on this week. Yeah, it is Older Driver Safety Week, and we're just encouraging families to increase their awareness about um, some of the options available to older drivers to keep them safe. You know, um, older drivers, those age 65, 70, they tend to be some of the safest drivers on our roadways. They don't take risks. They don't speed. Um, they tend not to drive impaired. They tend to buckle up. But at some point, yeah, you, you do lose your ability to drive. Your reaction times and your eyesight just aren't what they used to be. And that's why it is so incredibly important to have those conversations um, amongst your family and even your physician to figure out if it is time to, to give up the keys. Because even just the frequency that older drivers actually start uh, do drive, you know, their number of trips uh, compared to most of us is probably a fraction, right? You know, for every five trips we're making or being on the road all day, which is what I feel like I am all the time, uh, they're maybe taking one trip out of that whole time. And that lack of frequency also can contribute to really the skills uh, lessening a bit. It can, it can. If they're, you know, they're not, um, they don't have ninety-five jobs necessarily. Many do, um, but yeah, you're, 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 you're um, at home more, so you're not out driving as much. You don't get that experience. But really, it is the kind of the um, the aging issue, um, the medications that you're on, your your ability to. Um, have um, good motor skills, you know, the, the muscle controls aren't quite as good as they used to be. And, you know, we have some programs um, to be able to keep people in their vehicles driving and safe. Um, we do, you know, it is state law that you get your, your eyes checked um, by the Department of Motor Vehicles um, at 66 years old. So you got to have that vision test. And then your doctor or your family may want you to also have a, a driving test just to make sure everything is, is okay. Um, Colorado has a great program. It's called the Car Fit Program, where you can literally um, make an appointment, um, drive up, and um, you know an expert will make sure your mirrors are adjusted correctly, your seat is adjusted correctly, seat belt is um, in the right position, just to make sure that your your vision outside your vehicle is, is good and you can reach the brake and accelerator well. Um, because as we age, we just we don't turn our head as well. So we really need to have um, have that visibility and those blind spots minimized. 
I remember this uh, funny bit that this comedian does who used to be on SNL and and they were talking about how, you know, when their Nana got to a certain age that they bribed DMV to flunk Nana at the at the at the, uh, at the license renewal test uh, for the eyesight. Um, is that something where families it's really, I mean, maybe easier to do something like that, that extreme rather than have those hard conversations? Yeah, yeah. It is a hard conversation to have because nobody wants to give up um, their vehicle and uh, perhaps you as the older driver um, really needs to get some input from the from the family. But have the conversation, some of the warning signs perhaps that it might be time to have that conversation. Are there a lot of dents and scratches on the on the person's vehicle? Are there a lot of close calls? Um, in riding with them? Are they just not tracking well as they go down the road? That's a time to, you know, to have that conversation. You know, and giving up the keys is not the worst thing in the world at all. There's so many ways to remain mobile in your community with shuttle services, um, mass transit, um, rideshare programs. And you know what? You think of all the, the money that you save on maintenance to that vehicle and insurance and registration. So, just because I guess my my final thought is just because you're giving up the keys does not mean that you're losing your mobility and freedom. Right, right. Silver Key, who we just had on earlier this week here on the Extra, uh, they have their ride program and and they recommend a five dollar uh, you know tip as you're going along each way. But at the same time, I don't think that it's required. And and certainly that is one great option. They're available at SilverKey.org. Well, Sam, we have a lot more that we're going to be tackling here uh, in our hour of conversation. Let's take a break right now. But when we come back, we're heading into those winter driving months. Uh, We'll talk about that. That and more with Sam Cole, Traffic Safety Communications Manager for Colorado Department of Transportation is our guest today here on The Extra. You're listening to KRDO News Radio. Welcome back to The Extra, our show today focusing on safety on our state's highways. And uh, part of that safety message is going to be including a holiday campaign. And joining me to talk more about that and all of the topics for today, we're so glad to have with us Sam Cole, Traffic Safety Communications Manager for CDOT. And uh, we are talking about, Sam, the new DUI holiday campaign. Let's talk about this. Right. You know, we've had a lot of um, fatalities on our roadways that involved an impaired driver. One third of the of the fatalities so far this year had involved somebody that's um, on drugs or alcohol. So we are doing something about it. We have received funding um, from the Governor's Highway Safety Association to give away $20,000 in Lyft ride credits. So that's you can actually um, enter a promo code on the Lyft app and get $10 off your ride. And um, so there's a lot of $10 in $20,000. So we're going to be giving away a lot of these ride credits. We're calling it our nothing uglier than a DUI campaign, Um, kind of a play on the whole holiday ugly sweater um, theme that uh, some people uh, um, sport this time of year. Mm -hmm. They get out their ugly sweaters. So we're calling it uh, nothing uglier than a DUI. Get your promo code. and enter it in the um, promotion section of the uh, Lyft Live. So, Sam, how do you get your promo code? Do you enroll in this program? Is that is that what the plan is? I'll give it to you. <laughs> oh, that's easier. Um, it's the name. The code is DUIs are the letter R ugly. Um, so go into the Lyft app. DUIs go into the promo section. Ugly. 
Mm -hmm. DUIs are ugly. That will give you $10 off your next Lyft ride. Um, the ride uh, has to happen at night um, when people are more likely to be out celebrating. And uh, between now and the New Year's, um, the credits can be used. Um, and also to let folks know, starting today is increased DUI enforcement happening on our roads. So you just don't want to end the road uh, and the end the year on a bad note with with a DUI or even something worse. Right, right. I, I mean, if you uh, end up with a DUI, I mean, it's a significant legal uh, complications, legal punishments that you could face, but much less you could be responsible for someone losing their life, someone else losing their life on the roads. And that is a burden that you would not want to bear. So again, making it easier for everyone out there. CDOT, okay, all you need to do is, what is it? Nothing ugly. DUIs are ugly. There we go. That's well, the promo calling, yeah. That's we're the promo the code. Campaign. Nothing uglier than a DUI. But the most important thing is the uh, promo code just to enter there on the Lyft ride on the Lyft um, promotion section of the app. It's called DUIs are the letter R ugly. Enter Easy that enough. and that automatically populates a $10 Lyft ride credit for you. All right. Now let's transition to some of the ways that you can stay aware of this campaign and many others that uh, the Colorado Department of Transportation might have going. And those are those uh, stationary digital highway signs uh, that seem to uh, really sometimes uh, make us laugh, make us smile, but always focusing the attention on ways to stay safe on the roads. Yeah, so I'm always coming up with those uh, different things that you see on the on the side on Very the signs creative. on the roadways. So we need to. I'm I'm just going through some of my lists from last year, trying to come up with some for this year. You know, we like to we like to keep it kind of light and happy, but the message is serious. We're trying to save lives out there, and you know, um, and we'll get into this later. We're having a record number of of fatalities on our roadways this year. So we just need people to uh, drive safely. Um, some of the different uh, signs that we have planned, um, uh, I have four written down here, I'll read them to you. Um, yeah, they're a little, they're a little tongue in cheek. Um, first one, jingle bell, I'm sorry, jingle belts. Jingle belts, buckle all the way is one of them. Cute. I don't know how you like that one. I'll give you four, you tell me what you like. Oh. The next one is uh, not buckled, we're telling Santa. <laughs> the next one is drive sober or you'll be sorry. And then the last one is don't be a Grinch. Let them in. Um, oh. Just trying to get people to, to um, be considerate and uh, lessen that road rage that may happen when people are stressed during uh, this time of year. Well, I like the first one the best of all, but I think they're all good. I mean, I, I, if you're the one in, in charge of those, they are always very witty, but uh, get the message and drive that message home. Yes, and there's no better place to get these messages while people are driving. Um, wow, I don't have my seatbelt on, or wow, I'm speeding, because you know we're seeing a lot of bad behaviors out there in our roadways. We just want to get people while they're out there, while they're driving, and um, maybe they'll change their behaviors. Yeah, it's funny to sometimes see people passing the signs that are talking about cell phone usage, and uh, you'll see, because I've noticed, I make a certain point of noticing uh, the drivers around me, they'll be putting down their phone. As they're driving by, if it's, you know, one that's warning about, yeah, doesn't happen all the time, but I've seen it on more than one occasion. So, so they do have, I think they do have impact. 
Yeah, a little self-awareness goes a long way. Mm. And you were touching on, it's been a tough year on the roads. We've had uh, sometimes uh, representatives of the State Patrol joining us here on the Extra or on KRDO News Radio, and they talk about how this unfortunately has been a year where we're approaching records as we get toward the end of the year. Yeah, we're going to see over 700 fatalities on our roadways this year. That's up 5% from last year, but it's 50% higher than where we were 10 years ago. We haven't seen this many fatalities on our roadways since 2002. Um, So it is really troubling. That's why our law enforcement partners are so important. Our awareness campaigns are important. These these little giveaways like we're doing with the DUI program is important. Um, But really this boils down to people's behaviors, you know, we at CDOT can design the roads to be as safe as possible, but in the end, it comes down to drivers that um, are off their phones, buckling up, not driving impaired, and keeping their speeds down. Right, and and not being distracted. Sometimes uh, people can be carrying too many people in the car. It gets very distracting, and, and that can also lead to behaviors that are not normal when you're on the road. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one place your eyes need to be while you're driving, and that's on the road. They shouldn't be, you know, on your phone, on your radio, um, you know, talking, turning and talking to passengers, um, just eyes on the road. And, you know, we are going to be up about 5% over where we were last year, but, and I wish I had better news for your area of the state, but um, the south east quadrant of the state where you guys are, you know, we're looking at about a 13% increase Mm -hmm. in the number of deaths on the road. Um, the county with with the most fatalities um, is El Paso County. We're looking at already year-to-date 70 fatalities in El Paso County. Um, Colorado Springs is right, basically tied with Denver right now as far as the number of deaths, 47 deaths in Colorado Springs alone. So um, a lot of work to do there. And, and and these are families that won't be getting to celebrate the holidays with their loved ones uh, this year and forever out from here because of someone making a poor decision on the roads. Uh, I mean, every once in a while we're talking about, you know, bad weather that might contribute to a fatality. But often uh, what we're talking about is someone either speeding, being under the influence, uh, failing to stop at a stop sign, uh, those kinds of behaviors that unfortunately contribute uh, to what might be uh, a lifetime of pain and agony and mourning for the families that lose loved ones. Uh, on that uh, note, though, we should mention that once again, that promo uh, giveaway for Lyft users. I mean, it's one reason why, you know, you might want to sign up for the Lyft app right now. And that's L-Y-F-T if you don't know. Uh, but definitely uh, keep this promo code in mind. DUIs are, just the letter R, ugly. DUIs are ugly. It'll get you $10 off a ride in the evening hours uh, that's designed to get you home safely uh, instead of hitting the roads when you might be impaired as a driver. We have much more to come with Sam Cole, our guest today. He's the Traffic Safety Communications Manager, also responsible for those witty sayings that you see on those message signs as you're driving up and down I-25 and elsewhere in the state. We'll be back with Sam in just a minute. 
We're back with the extra. Sam Cole, our guest today, he's the Traffic Safety Communications Manager for CDOT. And uh, before we headed into the break, some sobering statistics he was bringing up, talking about the number of uh, highway fatalities that we've had this year, up 5% statewide from last year, 50% over what we were experiencing 10 years ago in Colorado. And sadly, in El Paso County, uh, 70 of those deaths occurred right here in El Paso County for this year so far. And El Paso County leading the state in a statistic no one wants to be the leader in. And that is a uh, number of fatalities experienced on our uh, highways. Uh, Sam, let's talk about uh, ways that uh, we can all be safer. Let's turn the conversation around to uh, pra- practical and actionable things that we can all do. Uh, first of all, when it comes to uh, dealing with pedestrians while we're in the driver's seat, wh- how should we be behaving? And as pedestrians, what should we be doing? Right, right. Well, pedestrians are our most vulnerable, as we say, roadway users, you know. Um, if they get hit by a car, um, the, the damage is going to be serious. Um, and uh, that's why we see so many pedestrians killed every year in the state. About 13% of the fatalities statewide in are pedestrians. Um, and since we um, are, as the driver, we um, really have um, take the burden um, of responsibility to, for their safety. So because we're driving, that's why it is so important to um, always yield to pedestrians, slow down around pedestrians. And, um, and for pedestrians, they have to know there's a lot of bad drivers out there, sadly. They're on their phones. They may be impaired. That's why as pedestrians, you have to be extra cautious when crossing the street. Always use the crosswalk, um, cross in a well-lit area, never cross mid-block. And always have your heads up. Don't have your head buried in your phone. But really, the um, responsibility is on the driver. Um, never take chances. Never speed around pedestrians. Um, even, if, even if that pedestrian is jaywalking, slow down, stop if you can. Um, we just don't want anybody to get hurt. Right, right. And, and that goes for, uh, you mentioned distracted walking, but distracted driving as well. Absolutely. You know, things come up, you know, um, when, when you drive, anybody that's ever been in a crash knows that crashes happen um, very suddenly. That's why you need to have your, your eyes on the road at all times. You know, a, a child can come out from in between two vehicles. Um, a pedestrian may be, in the, may be walking along the side of the road in the, in the dark and your, your headlights hit them at the very last minute. So you have to swerve. So stay off your phone. Stay focused on the road. Yes. Mm. And earlier we were talking about the message that you have planned uh, for the signs that we, uh, one of the messages that we may see this holiday season when it comes to uh, buckling up. A big proponent of buckling up uh, is CDOT. And of course, that saves lives right there and then. I I remember early in my journalistic career realizing that the only time usually that I was talking about fatalities on the roads, it wasn't 100%, but usually. Usually the person who uh, was involved in the accident had not buckled up. And that was a sobering realization. Yeah, it is the best thing you can do to remain safe on the road. You know, sadly, between now and the end of the year, there's going to be people who chose not to buckle up and they're not going to make it to the end of the year. While people who have buckled up and are in crashes, they are going to make it to the end of the year. Um, 
you know, and a lot of people think they, they're just going a short distance down to the store. Uh, they don't need to buckle up. Well, most crashes happen within five miles of the house. A lot of people don't buckle up because they drive a big car or a truck. Um, and nothing could be further from the truth because um, those trucks are, have a higher center of gravity, more likely to roll over. You never want to um, be unbuckled if your vehicle rolls over because you will be ejected. And that's when most deaths occur. Somebody's ejected because they're not buckled up. Um, and I would just say this, you know, chances are if you're not buckled up, you're, you're going to survive that crash. But you're going to survive with a, um, with a severe injury that will leave you disabled for life. We see that time and time again. Um, many, many brain injuries. Um, your family's, um, you know, it's going to require a lifetime of care um, as well as an economic burden to your family. So um, it's not like it's just a black or white situation. You die or you don't die. Um, chances are you're going to be severely injured um, and possibly permanently for life, which is which life-changing for you and your family. Now, my daughter is a teenage driver. She's at the age where now she can uh, have passengers in the car. Uh, but is there an important message to be delivering to uh, not just the teenage drivers out there, but all drivers that you are responsible for making sure everyone in your car is buckled up as well, right? You can't just leave it to those passengers to do it. Yeah. I mean, Colorado has a seatbelt law. And you as the driver will be ticketed um, for people who are not buckled up uh, in your vehicle, everybody who's not buckled up in your vehicle. Um, that's why it's in your financial interest to make sure that folks are buckled up. Um, and also you want to you protect your friends because even if you're a great driver, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners are great drivers, you never know when um, you know, a distracted driver or an impaired driver is going to swerve into your lane and um, and smash into your vehicle. That's why you want to make sure everybody is buckled up. Right, right. All right, well, we have much more to talk about with Sam Cole. Before we go to break, Sam, what was that uh, message that we're going to be seeing on those changeable message boards uh, when it comes to buckling up? I liked that one. Well, I guess it's probably we're going to go with your favorite, which is uh, jingle belts. Jingle belts buckle all the way. I love it. That's cute. Cute. It'll get people, I think, buckling up even more than they do so already. We need to take another break here, Sam. When we come back, we'll talk more about uh, ways that we can improve safety on the roads. And one of them, uh, of course, is a problem that has been, uh, I think, bedeviling law enforcement uh, for the past couple of years, ever since uh, uh, marijuana got legalized in our state. The legalization of marijuana has led to uh, more problems with marijuana and driving on the roads. We'll talk about that when the extra continues. All right, we're settling in for our final segment here with uh, Sam Cole, who's the Traffic Safety Communications Manager for CDOT. He is our guest from CDOT this month, uh, filling in for Michelle Pulin, who uh, was the Region 2 Communications Manager, and uh, we wish Michelle well. She was kind of a familiar voice here on KRDO News Radio, Sam, because she had been uh, joining us once a month for you know so long, uh, always getting us up to date on important safety messages like what you're doing today. Uh, But let's talk about uh, one thing that has really changed, I'm sure, the realm of uh, responses that, uh, for instance, the Colorado State Patrol has to do when it comes to accidents that may be involving, or even just uh, infractions that may be involving impaired drivers who have been impaired by smoking marijuana. 
How has that changed the landscape of what you do and what the Department of Transportation does? You know, when it comes to impaired driving, really alcohol remains the biggest problem. But um, a lot of people are talking about cannabis since uh, legalization happened oh, about eight years ago. And our biggest challenge is communicating the dangers of cannabis and driving to cannabis users in the state. Um, our surveys show that they, they don't think it's uh, dangerous to get high and then drive, um, which is really scary because we know it affects reaction time. We know it affects your vision, um, your perception of distance in all sorts of ways. So that's our challenge right now. And we have an awareness campaign um, that we're using marijuana cash tax funds to fund that awareness campaign, to reach out to cannabis consumers in the state to let them know about the dangers of driving under the influence and using that money, as, as you just kind of mentioned, to train law enforcement so they are better equipped to um, identify and remove um, cannabis impaired drivers from the road. Right. And, and so uh, how would, uh, for instance, if someone uh, has smoked a joint, would they still be able to uh, take advantage of that lift opportunity and get uh, a, a another driver, a share, you know, lift, lift, a drive share op, um, driver to take them to their destination by using that promo code? Yeah, I mean, impairment is impairment. Um, we want anybody who is going out to have a good time, either um, with alcohol or cannabis, since cannabis is legal, just to use that lift ride credit, get home safely. It's ten bucks and save some money, and um, and make it to the end of the year. And and even if you're not taking advantage of that promo code, just not being the driver, having a designated driver, uh, that might be the answer as well. Yeah, it's all about planning ahead. If you know you're going to go out to a bar, restaurant, or just do a party. Always make a plan um, for how you're going to get home safely with, with a sober ride, either a friend, a sober friend, mass transit, ride share, whatever it is. Um, all else fails, then, um, you know, just um, spend the night. Um, see if you can crash on their couch. Um, just don't take any chances because, as I mentioned, uh, increased DUI enforcement across the state begins today. Upwards of 75 um, law enforcement agencies are increasing patrols. Um, that includes El Paso County. And there is nothing uglier than a DUI, as we mentioned at the uh, top of this show. Uh, Sam, let's uh, do a little bit of a pivot here, talking uh, about what we've been talking about, but now turning to uh, making sure that the littlest passengers in your car are safe. Uh, What are some important safety tips that parents need to know with those car seats? Yeah. Well, this time of year, um, you're you're um, bundling up your kids in thick, puffy jackets. Um, if you're going out in the cold, um, it's best to remove that jacket when you put your child in a car seat so that the straps are tight against um, or somewhat taut against your child's body. Not too, not too tight, but not too loose. You don't want more than an inch of a or a half inch of a gap in there. Um, and when you wear a puffy jacket, it just messes all that up. So take off those jackets, put a um, blanket in your on, over your child, and uh, make sure they're strapped in properly. Another thing you can do to stay safe is go to one of our um, seat inspection stations. Um, go to the Car Seats Colorado website. You can find a um, car seat inspection station in your community. 
get that seat inspected because I'll tell you, Shannon, um, over half, up to two-thirds of car seats are not installed or not used properly. So good time of year to um, stop by and get that done. Over half. That's startling. Uh, but knowing how uh, difficult sometimes they may seem to be to install, depending on your car model, um, I, I can understand why uh, perhaps uh, people may not be following the right uh, instructions because all of them come with instructions, but sometimes I think they get lost in the model. And what is it that I, I think I remember reading? If you can insert two fingers between the the belt uh, the seat belt that's holding your child in the in the car seat and their body. If you can insert two, that's actually too much space. Is that correct? Yep, that's about you know half inch or an inch. Um, just make sure that uh, those straps are tight, um, and but your child is still comfortable. And, uh, you know, all of our children are going to be a year older next year, which means that they may need to be in the next level of car seat. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe it's time for a booster seat. But don't move them out of that booster seat into a seatbelt too soon, because um, really you shouldn't be in a seatbelt unless you're um, eight or nine years old or a certain height. Um, So as much as your kid might complain about that car seat or that booster seat, don't give in. Um, keep them keep them um, well equipped to stay safe. Indeed, indeed. All right, Sam. Before we uh, go, uh, what about winter driving? What are some messages uh-huh. that we want to drive home about winter driving? Tires, tires, tires. Make sure you've got tires with good tread on them. Um, that is the most important thing. And you know, if you can't afford new tires right now, then and if bad weather moves in, just, you know, take the day off from driving or take mass transit or take a ride share, but don't put that car in the road with, with bad tires. Um, you're just asking for, for trouble. And we know, you know, um, that if you're heading up into the mountains, that the weather in um, the front range is very different than the, uh, than the weather in the mountains. Always check for what it's going to be like um, before you head up there. Um, and, um, of course, practice those good driving techniques. Leave plenty of space between you and the vehicle in front of you. And of course, keep your speeds down. Yeah. And when going up against those intersections, uh, even if you've got the green light, do be careful and keep your eyes well aware of all the approaching cars, because sometimes it's another car that can't stop in time. And, and if you had the ability to stop, you could have avoided an accident altogether. Yeah, most crashes happen at intersections. That mm-hmm. should be the number one thing that you think about when you drive. That's why when you come upon an intersection, whether it's good weather or bad weather, um, slow down, be cautious. And even I tell people, you know, if you're the first, if it's a red light and it turns green and you're the first vehicle to pull out to, into that intersection, do so cautiously because you never know when somebody's going to run the red light in the opposite direction. Well, Sam Cole, Traffic Safety Communications Manager for CDOT, thank you so much for joining us for this hour of conversation on uh, uh, all sorts of topics when it relates to uh, traffic and driver and pedestrian safety on our state's highways. Thank you so much. All right, Shannon. Thank you. And you've been listening to The Extra here on KRDO News Radio to our audience. Thank you for sharing this hour with us. We'll be back again tomorrow with more of The Extra. You're listening to KRDO News Radio. Tom Martino is up after the top of the hour.